Section 27 of Mark Twain in the New York Times, Part 3, 1890-1899. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. July 17, 1897. Mark Twain as Kipling's Progenitor. From the London Academy. A few years ago, Mr. Kipling called on Mark Twain at Hartford. Afterward, in an account of his visit, he described the temptation which had beset him to steal the great man's corn-cob pipe as a relic. It was a nice touch of homage, coming from the man who has done more than any other to carry on the traditions established by the American writers, and in so doing in a large measure to supersede him. These traditions may be briefly described as the wish to set down as bluntly and forcibly as possible whatever one has to say, and the refusal to allow any intermediary between oneself and one's subject. Before Mr. Kipling rose glowing in the East, Mark Twain held the field. He was the ideal of masculine writers. There were no half-ways with his readers. Either they swore by him through thick and thin, or unconditionally they cast him aside. Probably no author has been so little read by women, although, on the other hand, there was hardly a boy in the English-speaking world who would not have bartered his soul for Mark Twain's corncob pipe as a relic. He did just what boys and elemental men like. He came straight to the point. He feared no one, and he esteemed laughter above all the gifts of God. Thus it was from twenty-five to a dozen years ago. But then, in the early eighties, Mark Twain's old manner became changed. He abandoned his zest in lawless life, and the records of his personal impressions in the serious places of the earth, and he turned to satire and romance. His sorrowing readers had only just perceived the melancholy truth when Soldiers Three appeared in its quiet blue-gray covers to mark the beginnings of a new sledge-hammer pen and divert their grief. British India won, and today Mr. Rudyard Kipling is the ideal masculine writer, and his is the pipe that is coveted by boys and elemental men. He is a finer artist than Mark Twain. His sympathies are wider, his genius is more comprehensive, and yet when all be said, the fact remains that Mark Twain is his literary progenitor. End of section 27, July 17, 1897, Mark Twain as Kipling's Progenitor, read by John Greenman.